welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Specialist Flonasia Niels. And today we have some very special guests. I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves. Sure. Hey, everybody. My name is Lisa Mustard, and I am a psychological um, health coordinator or behavioral health specialist here with the Guard. I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm excited to be here with a friend and colleague, Stephanie. I'll let you Yeah, well, good morning, everyone. My name is Stephanie Bowman-Teresco, and I'm the Director of Programming at the Big Red Barn Retreat. I'm also a licensed professional counselor here in Columbia. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to come. We've been trying to get somebody from the Big Red Barn actually here since y'all opened. Um, When we first started the podcast, we had um, Captain Denson with us, and he was trying to get somebody out here to talk about the Big Red Barn, but I'm so glad that we finally got um, got you to come and talk to us today. So could you explain a little bit about the Big Red Barn and what your mission set is and the different treatments and stuff that you guys have? Absolutely, and it's, it's great to be here, and it's probably well-timed because we've added some programming over the last year, and so it's exciting to be able to talk about that as well. So at the Big Red Barn, our mission is to provide a place of healing for those that need healing. Um, We serve active duty service members, National Guards men and women, um, their families, and first responders. So at the Big Red Barn, all of our programming is geared around the philosophy of post-traumatic growth. And I will talk about that more. But some of the services that we offer, um, the Big Red Barn was established in 2015 and began by offering yoga and art programs And then my introduction to the Big Red Barn was the field of equine-assisted psychotherapy, where we partner with horses for the therapy and learning process. Um, From there, we expanded to offering peer-to-peer support groups, and we have a coffee group that meets on Friday mornings um, that's open to anyone. And we have both an in-person and a virtual group that's meeting. Um, In 2020, when COVID hit, we shifted all of our programming online. But then in June, we were able to bring back in-person programming. In 2020, we launched the Warrior Path Programming, partnering with Boulder Crest Foundation in Virginia to offer this amazing program based on post-traumatic growth. And so that is actually an 18-month curriculum that starts with a seven-day intensive training that we host on site in a building that was built specifically to host that group. It's really pretty. It's really? beautiful out there. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't been to the Big Red Barn and you, you've been curious about it and you mm-hmm. just want to learn, the coffee group is probably the fir- one of the first things to check out. Yes, that's a great way to meet other veterans and um, just get an introduction. You know, they meet out in front of the barn, the in-person group, but many times veterans after the group will take walks on the trails. We're on 75 acres and there's about five miles of trails and there is a gorgeous pond pavilion um, just beyond the wood line, um, that people will come and go fishing. And I, I think one of the things that's important to understand about the Big Red Barn, um, that it's not like a state park, it's not open 24-7. Um, so we do host organized groups. And if someone who's participated in something at the Big Red Barn wants to come and maybe go fishing, we just ask that they contact us and let us know that they desire to do that so that we can make sure it doesn't conflict with other programming going on that day. That's cool. It's neat. Now, um, where exactly are y'all located? Yeah, we're located at Blythewood, South okay. Carolina, so just up the road from here. Um, actually, on Warnsboro Road, which is Highway 321, so it says Fairfield Road if you're coming off 20, and then you can also get to it from 77 if you take Killian Road. 
So not too far from here, actually. Yeah. I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but is it just for Army and National Guard members, or is it open to other service members? All well? service branches. Oh, awesome. And first responders. Awesome. Now, the, um, the coffee um, event that you were talking about, that do they just show up and like how does that work? How do you how do you get into the Big Red Barn and all these other different programs? Yeah, so with the coffee group that is um, open to any veteran or first responder who would like to attend, or it could be an active duty service member if their schedule allowed for that. Um, and it's at nine thirty on Friday mornings, and so they can just show up. Um, it lasts usually about an hour um, as far as kind of a support group facilitation, but many times for another 30 minutes or so, people are standing around and talking and connecting. Um, and that is, as Lisa said, a great introduction to the Big Red Barn, meeting other veterans and finding out about the programming there. Um, as far as our, so we offer yoga and Tai Chi um, classes Monday through Thursday, and we are still operating on limited capacity for those. Um, so generally there's six people that, um, we cap the attendance at and we do Facebook signups or signups through Facebook, uh, for those activities. Um, we just finished an art therapy group that ran for 10 weeks, um, you know, and had registration for that. We're going to be starting a music therapy group, um, later this summer, probably around July. Um, and that will be open to about eight to 10 participants, with the equine assisted psychotherapy, because it is therapy, then generally I will talk with people and um, figure out if that's the you know a good form of therapy for them, and whether we offer both individual and group therapy with the horses. Now, with the Warrior Path program, you said it's an eighteen month process, but it starts out for seven days. Now, is that like um, an overnight stay type thing, and then? Is it like a monthly visit or how, what does that 18 months look like? Yeah. Um, and with the Warrior Path program, um, which is an amazing program, and I had the privilege of attending in January a year ago. So I'm actually coming up on the end of my 18 month journey through that process. Um, what it is, is um, we say it's an 18 month curriculum. Um, really, it's a lifelong journey. And so beginning with that seven days, it is on site. And you, so you stay, it's offered at no cost to the participant, which is true of all the services that we offer at the Big Red Barn, that we do not charge the service members or the veterans for those services. All, all the funding for our programming is raised primarily through donations and grants. Um, but that seven-day intensive, they do stay on site. It's a beautiful lodge that was built um, by Barbara Irons and is graciously given to the Warrior Path program. Um, it's offered once a month. Our commitment with Boulder Crest is to offer 12 a year, and generally there are six participants in each class. And so um, they do stay on site. They have beautiful accommodations. Um, their three meals are provided, so there's really nothing for them to worry about. Um, and it's a combination of both, both classroom time and experiential activities or wellness practices. There's about 31 wellness practices that are taught through the Boulder Crest seven-day training. Um, it's kind of like the Baskin-Robbins of wellness <laughs> practices. But the idea is to um, introduce people both to um, the domains of post-traumatic growth, and I can talk about that in just a minute, um, and also equip them with wellness practices, wellness practices such as um, you know, a mindfulness walk and situational intelligence. Um, 
or situational awareness. It's practices like archery or walking the labyrinth. But everything is so intentional in the curriculum to build on one another to help you move from struggle to strength. Sounds incredible. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) really, it does. And I think back to years ago when, you know, we had so many of our National Guardsmen um, needing services and we're just like going to the VA and going to the VA and, you know, over time, other resources would come about. And I just, we're so lucky and blessed to have this big red barn, the warrior path here Mm -hmm. in South Carolina. It is such a treasure and it's, it's an incredible opportunity for, for any of our servicemen and women who um, might be just struggling. So what, can you tell us about who this program is for and who it's not for? Maybe we should talk a little bit about about that. Well, and it, it's primarily geared towards combat veterans, both men and women. Um, but if someone has not served in combat, mm-hmm. it's not an automatic elimination from participating in the program. It's just the the donors to that program um, were focused on combat veterans. But truly, it's open to anyone who is struggling. They don't have to be diagnosed with PTSD, um, but many people have um, struggle with the characteristics or symptoms of PTSD, even if they haven't been diagnosed. Um, Trauma, having experienced trauma, but it doesn't have to be combat trauma or trauma in the military. It can be childhood trauma that they want to to learn to grow and heal from. Um, What else were we? Well, who would it not be appropriate for? Um, The people that it would not be appropriate for is is those that are actively struggling with addiction. Okay. Um, It is not a mental health treatment program. Okay. And so it's important to be clear on that. It's a training program. Um, And really set up in a military style training, um, moving you, you know, from day one, creating that safe and trusted environment. And that's true of everything that we do at the Big Red Barn. That's so important to us. Um, You know, and it goes beyond just that if you receive services here, we're not going to be reporting to people. It's really um, that sense of if I disclose things here, it will stay here. Mm -hmm. You know, what's said at the Big Red Barn stays at the Big Red Barn. <laughs> um, that idea that, so in talking about, like, who's it not appropriate for, you know, I think it's important and they as they review the applications and do those initial phone calls with people who've applied for the program, it's really assessing their readiness mm-hmm. for a program like this. Because sometimes people, it sounds good, and it's not... Um, There's so many programs that are out there, you know, with different organizations, but many of them are kind of catch and release. Mm -hmm. You know, you go for three days or you go for a week and you're impacted and you grow, but there's not that follow-up care. And so the ability to stay connected and and kind of um, continue to grow over a period of time and have some accountability for that growth. Um, As I mentioned earlier, you know, not for someone who's actively struggling with addiction, drugs, alcohol, other things. Now, if someone applies and that is something that they're struggling with, um, we will encourage them to seek out other resources, get clean, get sober. If you, um, once someone has um, gone through that type of therapy um, and they've been clean and sober for 30 days, mm-hmm. then they can certainly, re- you know, reconnect with us and say, hey, this is where my journey has taken me and, and I'd like to come through the program now. Um, So we try not to just close a door. There are some organizations around the country that Boulder Crest has partnered with who understand that philosophy of post-traumatic growth 
and try to connect, mm-hmm. you know, the applicants to those programs because it will be such a great segue when they come to Warrior Path. Now, what's the process of, you were talking about um, applying, what's that process look like? Yeah, so on the web, Big Red Barn Retreat website, which hopefully, you know, you can put up as mm-hmm. information there, um, the Warrior Path program, the page that's for Warrior Path, if you read down at the bottom, there's an apply now button. And so the initial, when you submit your information on that, it lets us know that someone is wanting to apply for Warrior Path. And then a follow-up email is sent with a much more extensive application, which not only takes information like what branch did you serve in, what were your responsibilities in the military, but it asks you about some of your struggles. And that's really the first place that people begin to disclose. Um, And depending upon the person, they may disclose a lot Mm -hmm. in the application or they may keep it more basic. And then there's a follow-up phone call um, or Zoom call or something where they go into a little more depth. And usually the person who's on the phone with them will tell their story a little bit to just kind of pave the way and make it more comfortable for the person to share their struggles. And based on that, then they have a conversation about what the program consists of and ask for at least that preliminary commitment that if I come to this seven-day training, I'm committing to the 18 months. And with the 18 months, you have that seven-day training um, and you connect very deeply. It's amazing just the connections that are formed with the group that comes through. Um, But beyond that, there is a web-based platform called MyPath that the group stays connected to one another and every week assignments are dropped. And so over that 18 month, you're supported in growing in post-traumatic growth. And just for a minute, I'd like to just share like some of the domains that people, you know, are educated about um, are new possibilities, deeper relationships, personal strength, um, appreciation for life, and spiritual and existential change. And with spiritual and existential change, it's not done in religious terms, but it's really finding meaning, meaning for yourself, and finding meaning in what you've experienced and the traumas that you face. Lisa, did you? Oh, well, I I mean, I'm just like, can I go through it? I love stuff like this. Um, No, I was going to ask about, I know that you're the clinical director. Tell us about the staff, the the folks who run the Warrior Path, because um, I attended something last year before COVID or was, I don't even know when at, at the stormwater. Yes. And yes. so I met a bunch of the, um, the facilitators. So can you share a little bit about who they are and how, how they work with the program? Cause it's, it's not run by counselors. It's run by peers. So it's right. pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, what we like to say is warrior path is run by warriors for warriors. Um, originally the language was by veterans for veterans, but I think warriors really broadens the understanding of, you know, and also includes first responders. Um, so the staff comprises of five members. They actually are looking for a sixth God right now. Um, and Lamont Christian, who's the retired post command sergeant major at Fort Jackson is the director of warrior path. And then he has four other guides working with him. Um, Jason Dersh, um, is army, um, Carla Waters is Army, Sarah Jaya is Air Force, and Billy Britt is Marines. And so um, all of them have served in the military, been trained to be a guide, and have been working in that program since October when we launched. Awesome. Really cool. Have so, you had people from, like, around the state or even outside of the state come 
to work at the Big Red Barn, or is it pretty local to the area? Yeah, well, actually, um, in terms of our guide team, you know, um, Chris and Jason are staff at the Big Red Barn. Jason actually moved here from California to work with Chris. Jason and Chris went through Warrior Path together in Arizona. That's how they met. Um, Billy Britt was aware of the um, Warrior Path program, and kind of he and another person were working on bringing Warrior Path to South Carolina, and Sutton became aware of the Warrior Path program, and then their paths crossed. Um, Billy is from Lexington, and so he's local. Sarah's from Charleston, and Carla um, was here in Columbia, but actually now lives in Atlanta. So we're bringing people in, and as far as the students who come to Warrior Path, um, you know, we are trying to recruit from South Carolina to make that resource available here. Um, all over the state, but we've had people come from North Carolina and Virginia and Washington State and California, and so if we have not filled the class ourselves, we can certainly go to the other partner organizations and say, hey, we have, you know, a couple seats available. Do you have any students that are on a waiting list that have been wanting to get in, and and we'll share resources. So the the goal is to actually have 10 sites Mm -hmm. around the country that offer Warrior Path, and I think they are launching site number nine. Oh, wow. this year so that's with exciting one more to come it's wow. very exciting and yes. oh i'm just going to ask real quick first somebody to come to south carolina to take part that the fees are covered the travel fees are covered right yes they are awesome. so if someone that's is incredible. coming from out of state then you know their plane ticket mm-hmm. or if they were to drive as long as the drive doesn't exceed the cost of a plane ticket okay. um you know then they are reimbursed for their travel expenses and really all the travel arrangements are made by big red barn staff so they do not have to make that themselves it's nice Hmm. And as far as enrollment, is it a continuous enrollment or do you have like certain times a year that you start the class? Because it is an 18 month process. So I guess when when will be the next class? Yeah. So the next class will be in September. We decided to take July and August out because certainly doing wellness practices outside in the middle of (laughs) summer heat probably (laughs) Mm -hmm. is not the most conducive time. Um, So between January and June, they had five classes. And then between September and December, we'll have five classes. Um, They are separated. Men have their own class and women have their own class. And one of our commitments is to serve female Mm -hmm. veterans. So we actually have three classes for women. Um, There was one in March and one in June. And I think December is the next female class. And so it is kind of an open enrollment, you know, that um, they will work on filling the next class that's coming up. And then after that, or if someone can't do like the September class, then then they would see if they could do the October class or the November class. It's an amazing program, and it's it's free, and it's just fabulous. And I just want to encourage any of the guardsmen or, you know, that are struggling. Um, this is just so amazing, such a great resource. I, I would hope everybody will check out. It's bigredbarnretreat.org. TheBigRedBarnRetreat.org. Yeah, okay. Or even if you know someone who's yeah. out of the mm-hmm. guard or, or right. whatnot. Who's a veteran. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. And we've had some National Guardsmen come through oh, cool. the program already. So there may be more and more that they hear about it internally, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, at drill weekend mm-hmm. or, you know, being promoted um, from headquarters. Um, and one of the other thing that's coming up, um, we have a grant, um, a three-year grant, that was awarded to us from the Hootie and the Blowfish Foundation um, to do the equine-assisted psychotherapy. And so we have now finished two years 
um, of services under that grant. And our third year was written to serve specifically National Guardsmen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am working with Rico Brown and Deidre Henry Mm -hmm. um, with the Air and the Army National Guard to figure out how do we get the word out. And so we'll be offering that, that, that this fall. But that also has been an amazing experience, just the ability to um, connect with one another and for people to connect with themselves. And then look at areas such as, you know, increasing self-awareness, um, reading other people. You know, so the work that we do with the horses, um, then the whole goal is that it translates into our human relationships. So one of the veterans who came through um, under the Hootie and the Blowfish grant um, that we had worked with individually and then came participated in the group. There was one session he was working with another veteran and a horse. And as they, you know, worked to do the task together and we were debriefing, he said, you know what, this is just like me and my wife. <laughs> and it's like the horse is a kid, you know, one of our kids. And it's like we have different ideas about what needs to happen. And mm-hmm. we're each going about like trying to do what we think needs to happen and maybe not communicating as well with one another. And, and he was able to see that marital dynamic mm-hmm. as he worked with another person and with the horse. And so that yeah. was kind of an amazing um, aha moment mm-hmm. uh, for him. And just those regulation skills, the ability to manage our emotions, you know, so our emotions aren't controlling us. Um, you know, working on anger, you know, working on developing healthy relationships. And so we're really looking forward to offering that group to the guard this fall. So if somebody, do they have to have a direct referral to the equine-assisted therapy, or can they just call and say they'd like to participate? Really, either one. Okay. Um, we get referrals from the VA. We get referrals from local counselors, the vet center. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, what happens is I will get a phone call, since that is the program that I lead, and you know we'll talk about what their struggles are and if, that, if the group setting is an appropriate setting for them. Um, we also often will, if we still have room in the group, put something up on Facebook, you know, and then people can register that way and, and same thing, having that conversation. So someone can self-refer okay. to the group in addition to, because generally someone has to be receiving services mm-hmm. either at the VA or the vet center to, to right. make those referrals, but people can self-refer okay. to our programming as well. That's good to know. So if you're interested in the equine assisted therapy, they could just give you a call and get, learn more. Okay. So you don't have to go through me or you can just, just call. Yes. Perfect. Or you can go through me too. <laughs> Whatever your preference is, if you want to learn more, we can help you make that connection. Um, and the yoga and the Tai Chi and the art therapy, are those just, uh, folks can just sign up for on, or can they just come? How does that work? Well, with yoga and Tai Chi, we've had signups for okay. that just because we're limiting the capacity in okay. the building. And so um, the links to sign up for that are posted through Facebook on a weekly basis. Um, with art and music therapy, that operates much like the equine-assisted psychotherapy in that you know we'll have a start date for the group and take either referrals or self-referrals and um, you know get the 8 to 10 group members set for that and so generally Mm -hmm. those announcements either go out through our newsletter they go out through the Facebook posting and generally what I'll do is I will send flyers to the VA and the vet center and and other people um, in advance of posting it publicly um, for those referrals that may come in. Okay. Well, I'm really glad that you, like, we finally got you in here (laughs) and on a podcast. Um, Before we close out, is there anything else that maybe we didn't ask or that you would like to add? 
Well, I think I just, like Lisa said, it's just, it's really a gem that people mm-hmm. are finding out about it. You know, just the idea that it's taken us five years to, to come <laughs> and be on your podcast. Um, but I think once people come out and experience the site, I remember one day I was giving a tour to someone I've known for 10 years, you know, retired army veteran. And, you know, he's a horse person and I'd been asking him to come out, you know, for a while. And he's just kind of, and he, sh- he shared with me, I was just kind of rolling my eyes. He's like, what's the big deal about a big red barn? He goes, I've seen lots of barns over the years. <laughs> so he finally came out. We got to talk. We sat in the rocking chairs out in front of the barn. And then we walked to the property. And as we looked at the different things and down at the lodge, he said, this is the most relaxed I have been in a really long time. You know, and we hear that over and over again, whether it's someone participating in the coffee group or it's someone that, you know, comes to one of our therapy sessions they just say, you know, I, I come here, I engage in the programming here, and I just feel calmer, you know. And, and I think so many times our, our lives are so busy, mm-hmm. you know, we have mm-hmm. so many pressures on us, and there's very few places that we can really kind of escape to and feel refreshed and restored. And so, you know, not only being on site, but I think, you know, all of the people that we work with, um, our service providers, across all of the programs, either are veterans or they've been trained in being um, being able to offer services in a way that understand the military culture. Um, our yoga and ta- you know yoga teachers have been trained by the Veterans Yoga Project. Um, Christy, my equine specialist and I have done extensive training. In fact, we are military designated through a gala. Um, which required a whole bunch more CEUs and understanding cultural competency. Um, she's also um, both a, she's been an Air Force dependent her whole life. She was a brat growing up, and then her husband was career Air Force, and so she's lived the mar- mar- married military mm-hmm. life, you know, for forever. Um, but I think that's one of the things to understand is that when you come there, that people are either personally going to have walked that journey themselves or, you know, have invested in the training to really understand, you know, what military life is like. And you have a concert coming up. We do. Yeah, we do. Fall cool. Jam at the Ballpark. And so that is in October. And Craig Morgan is going to be our featured um, oh, nice. performer. Yes. And so um, tickets, I think you can get tickets through our Facebook page. Or the website. And so that will be an amazing time. It's going to be held at Segra Park this year. So we are moving from Doco, uh, (laughs) Meadows Park in Blythewood to Segra. And so they are working really hard to promote that and make it a great event. So we hope you'll come out and join us. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for stopping by. And if you are listening and watching, make sure you check out the Big Red Barn Retreat on their Facebook page or on your website. We'll definitely link that stuff in the description below. But um, hopefully we can have you or maybe some of your other um, counselors or people who work there to come and talk to us, maybe give us some more insight on the different programs that they work with. Um, But again, thank you for coming by and telling us all the great information because it's been a while. We've been waiting. Thank you for having me. It's been great to be here. Yes. Um, If you like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in the next episode.